0: Hi, I'm Joe Feeks, editor of Poultry Health Today, and with me is Jared Oxford. He is a graduate research assistant at the University of Georgia. Welcome to Poultry Health Today.
1: Thank you for having me, Joe.
0: You're doing work with glutamine and its impact on coccidiosis and necrotic enteritis, but just to get our whole audience on the same page, what exactly is glutamine, and what kind of an effect does it have on the gut?
1: So glutamine traditionally has been considered a non-essential amino acid. But in humans and other species, they've started to show that it's actually conditionally essential in times of stress and challenge. And it's very important for highly prolific cells, such as intestinal epithelial cells, T-cells, B-cells, macrophages. And it's used, about 30% of the glutamine in the diet is actually used in the gut itself.
0: So does it actually boost immunity then? or
1: It has some immuno effects. It's used in, as a a precursor to alpha-ketoglutarate in the TCA cycle, as well as a precursor to glutathione, which is a very important antioxidant.
0: So why the interest in glutamine specifically as it relates to coccidiosis and necrotic enteritis?
1: So as we all know, the ABF movement has really come into effect. I think in 2017 they said about 40.5% of production has gone ABF.
0: And I think it's over half now.
1: So we're we're really struggling as far as ABF, you know, we lose ionophores, so that leaves us with coccidiosis vaccines and synthetic chemicals for coccidiosis prevention. So the need for alternative coccidiosis prevention is very big right now.
0: So you, you are definitely in a situation where you need all the help you can get, but what drew you to glutamine? Because there are obviously lots of different amino acids and vitamins and minerals that you could be adding to the feed.
1: So the biggest thing is how much it's used by intestinal epithelial cells. You know, during a coccidiosis infection, you have a lot of turnover. And so they're having to build a lot more intestinal epithelial cells during the infection itself. So the glutamine helps with reproduction of cells.
0: So tell me about your research. How did you test your idea?
1: So for our study, we had three treatments: a zero percent glutamine supplementation group, which we considered as a control; a 0.5 percent supplementation group; and a 1 percent supplementation group. And those supplementations were added to a corn-basil standard soybean diet, and that's based on the Cobb guidelines. At 14 days, we challenged them with a 14 or 20x dose of CoxiVac B52, and. We use that to produce a mild infect infection. And then at so
0: you actually challenge them with the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: And then at day twenty one, seven days post challenge, we collected jejunum and sequel tonsils for gene expression for interfering gamma and I L ten. And the sequel tonsil we looked at C D four, C D eight T cell population percentages as well as micro and gross lesions for Imeria, Acervulinum, Maxima, and Tanella.
0: So what exactly did you find? I mean, were there
1: any any surprises? So we saw, we didn't see a difference in body weight, and that might be because the diets that we were feeding were pretty high in crude protein, and at that point it was 21% crude protein, and a usual diet at 21 days is around 19% crude protein, but we did see a big difference in villus height and crypt depth ratios. And so we saw when glutamine was supplemented, you had a lot higher villus height and crypt depth ratio, meaning that better gut health, you know, with lower crypt depths means less cell turnover. And then we also looked at tight junction gene expression in the jejunum and saw clodin 1, clotin 2, and zonal was significantly highly, higher expressed in birds supplemented with glutamine.
0: So what's the takeaway message for the industry?
1: So overall, glutamine can help with gut health. Um, We really need to do a full nutritional study to see if the effects on body weight are there. But in times of high stress, around that 21 day mark, 14 day mark where your challenge starts to get big, glutamine can help as far as gut health and intestinal turnover. Our plan for future research is we're gonna look at necrotic enteritis model we seeing such a big difference in the tight junction protein expression. We believe that if that translate to actual tight junctions, there'll be less plasma leakage, so therefore hopefully less necrotic enteritis in the gut.
0: So are you advocating or thinking that maybe glutamine could be used in place of a traditional feed medication or a vaccine? As
1: of now, I, I don't believe that it's quite to that level, but it might be kind of a good insurance policy to put in the diet to help when you have stress in the field.
0: Now you had used a vaccine in your study but it was to infect the birds. Um, Taking this out to the real world where uh, they presumably would be using some of these uh, synthetic compounds that you mentioned, would you anticipate maybe even better control or, or is it a situation where the medication might interfere with your glutamine? What are your thoughts?
1: Well, I would think there would be better control. I can't make a solid conclusion on that, as you know, but in a future study, we're gonna look at how it affects immune acquisition with uh, coccidiosis vaccine. And so we'll see if it, if it provides the benefit needed.
0: Well, I know that you're on the verge of getting your PhD in nutrition. And um, I think with the poultry industry going more and more toward antibiotic-free, Uh, there's going to be a lot of opportunity for nutritionists in the years ahead.
1: Thank you for that. I'm looking forward to it.